0: Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. Welcome to Sunday Night Live where we explore the principles that allow us to thrive in change. And tonight, I'm making a little bit of a distinction. Usually, I say the change we want and the change we don't want. But there's a category in there that I don't usually specify. But if we are honest with ourselves, we all know it's there. And it's it's the change that we instigate. <laughs> it's the change that we know is necessary, but we might not want it. Right. And so we're going to talk about that tonight. So welcome, Tammy. Hi, I'm so glad you're jumping on. For those of you who are new to Sunday Night Live, say hi in the comments, give, give um, StreamYard permission to post your, uh, your information, who you are. And then you can comment and take part in our discussions as we go through this Facebook Live. And I'm just delighted, delighted that you're here. Our Thrive Principle tonight is, drum roll please, respect the now. Man, I've just been exploring this principle so much lately in my own life. How important it is how gratifying it is to respect where I'm at right now not wish I were way back there (laughs) way back in the olden days way back in my other career or back when my kids were little and I'm not wishing I was ahead where my business is three times the size and I'm reaching thousands more people Um, I'm just appreciating where i'm at right now and there is so much value in that even as we appreciate where we've come from and we get excited about where we're going so tonight it's hashtag respect the now brought to you by the world's best coffee thumb roast coffee and you can get your own bag of thumb roast coffee from the website thumbroastcoffee.com and if you use the coupon code THRIVE when you check out, T-H-R-I-V-E, you will get 15% off of that delicious coffee. I'm not kidding. I look forward to it every night when I prepare it for the next day. I get my coffee pot all set up so that I don't have to hit a coffee grinder, grinder at 5.30 a.m. and wake up the whole house. Uh, So I do it at night and it's all ready to go. And I get up all quiet and sneaky and hit that button on that coffee pot. And it is a glorious time for me. Uh, I encourage it, highly encourage it. So if you've never tried Thumb roast coffee, this is a great way to do it. Order some online, use that coupon code thrive, get your 15% off. It's a good deal and it's exciting and you are going to love it. I promise. So let's see. Oh, hi, Corey. I'm glad you're here. Denise is here. Carol's here. Marie is here. Oh, my gosh. We've got a great live crowd. I love it. Um, Thank you, guys. Thank you for saying hi. And we're going to jump right in. So tonight's topic is the change we (laughs) instigate. Let me say that again. The change we instigate. We might not want it but we know that it's necessary. We might not want the change, but we know it's necessary. That's the change we instigate. And I'm thinking about when I had to instigate a change. Um, I didn't do it because I'd been intentional. I didn't instigate the change because I was thoughtful and had, had looked ahead and planned it. I instigated a change that I didn't necessarily want because I got a wake-up call. Anybody else receive a wake-up call? Anybody else ever get a wake-up call? My wake-up call came in the form of a panic attack as I was in my office in the hidey hole basement of the facility that I worked in. And I opened up my email box and realized that the people who were my leaders, who were responsible for making sure that I got paid, making sure that I I had what I needed, um, they were disrespecting me and they didn't care if I got paid. They didn't care if my records were right. They didn't care about me. And when I realized that, unbeknownst to me, something, physically started to happen in my body and i started not being able to breathe and my heart was racing and i almost felt like maybe it was a heart attack some of you might recognize those symptoms what i was experiencing was a panic attack and so once i got my wits about me and i realized oh this this isn't a heart attack shannon you you just had something, a big, a big signal just went off in your body that you can't do this anymore. And I went and took a long walk around the city where I worked. And when I came back, I started putting things away. I started packing things up. I knew that I could not stay because I got a wake up call. Have you ever gotten a wake up call? And the wake up call is what prodded you to make the change that you knew you needed to make. It's not fun, is it? It is not fun, but it is necessary. And sometimes we get those wake up calls. I came to myself, (laughs) I came to my senses. So what I realized was that my situation was not changing the things that were draining me, the poison air, if you will, the poison work environment that I was part of um, was slowly killing me. It was taking my self-esteem. It was taking my peace of mind. It was causing physical symptoms. Some of you, I know this resonates with you. I know it does. And I just want you to know, don't, be angry with yourself because you're experiencing those signals this is your body your mind your spirit telling you it is time to make a change the power of positive thinking maybe isn't cutting it and you know i love to think positive sometimes positive thinking doesn't doesn't change it it's not enough um Sometimes putting our fingers in our ear and humming loudly isn't enough. We have to actually decide to make a change and what gets in our way. Because when we understand some of the things that can pop up and prevent us from making those necessary changes, it's easier to decide. (laughs) It's not easy, right? But it's easier to decide to do what we know we need. So here's the question I want to ask you. Um, In your life, your tomorrow is going to be the same as it is today, unless you do something different. If you want tomorrow to be different than today, you are going to have to do something different that's just the truth of it if we always do what we've always done we always get what we always got (laughs) that's just how it is so it requires us to instigate a change in ourselves so carol says yes i have had to quit some clients i just could not put my health second emotional mental physical spiritual it is just not worth it yes the customer is not always right, right, Carol? They're not. And sometimes we have to instigate a change that may disappoint people. And we we talked a little bit about dealing with difficult people. And of course, we just had the, the free mastermind that covered that very topic. Um, we're heading right into, in Livestream Leadership Program, right into talking about boundaries. And, and Carol, what you're identifying is we have to put up some boundaries with people who are robbing us of our health, right? And some of those people pay us money. And if you are an entrepreneur, yikes, that seems crazy. But we understand it has to happen if I'm going to be able to continue my panic attack. The red flag that said, Shannon, if you want to continue in a healthy way, you're going to have to make a change. Peace of mind is worth more than money, Carol says. and. Amen to that. So if you want tomorrow to be different, you're going to have to do something different today. Ah, it is my pleasure to teach you that, Carol. It is my pleasure to teach you that because I'm learning it myself. I'm learning the power of it. So, all right. Sometimes we're in the midst of life and life's been going on. Sometimes it's been going on for two weeks. Some of us are very, very impatient. Um, i'm I'm the oldest of six. Some of my siblings, when they when they see something that needs to change, bam, they change it. they They just can't take the weight. I, on the other hand, can get real accustomed to things, and it takes me a long time to change unless I'm being intentional about it. So you may fall on either end of that spectrum. You might fall on either end of that spectrum. But sometimes even those of us who like quick change, don't mind change, sometimes we get lulled. We get stuck. I don't even want to say stuck because we're just not even trying to change. We just are in a a habit. Sometimes a habit prevents us from making the changes that we need to make to have a better tomorrow. I want you to ask yourself this question, and this is a powerful question, and I've been pondering it, and I'm not loving the answers. I'm just going to be honest. So I'm going to be making changes in my life that I don't necessarily want, but I know they are necessary. I want you to consider this thought. If I keep doing what I'm doing right now, if I keep staying where I am, if I keep engaging in the same relationships that I'm in, if I keep going to the same place of employment, doing the same job, making the same decisions, whatever it is, if I keep doing this, where will I be in December of 2022? Right now we're in February of 2022. Where will I be in December of 2022 if I keep doing what I've been doing for the last week or the last month? or the last year, is that where you want to be? And how about this? If I keep business as usual, doing what I'm doing right now, staying at this level, doing the things that I've been doing, tolerating the things I've been tolerating, putting off the things I've been putting off, if I keep doing it, where will I be in 2027? Will I still be in the same place? It's worth asking, because if we don't notice where we are, if we don't give ourselves a wake up call, time just slips away and we find ourselves in the same place. Time passing does not just automatically bring change. (laughs) Everything around us changes for sure, but it doesn't necessarily make us change. We have to decide to, we have to decide to change. If there's something you want, you have to do something different to get it. All right. Marie's sharing. I've blocked and deleted the man I've been dating for three years. The women's ministry I went to two weeks ago helped me. I've been asking the Lord to take Larry thoughts out of my mind. I feel so much better. Wow, Marie. That took courage and it took courage for you to share that with us. Thank you. And congratulations. Three years is a long time. And you looked at yourself and said, is this where I wanna be in another three years? And you took the courageous action to do something differently so that you'd have a better tomorrow. Well done, well done. Sometimes it's just a habit and we're stuck and we don't think about it. We don't give it any thought. We just do what we've always done. But if we do that and we're coasting through life, where are we going to be in a year, in five years, in 10 years? We have to be intentional. I loved a planning workshop that I went to. Um, A a really great lady named Andrea led us through a, a, a workshop to use our planner to plan the next year. And it wasn't about filling in our calendars with um, dates and doctor appointments and time for ourselves, although that's really important. It was more about picturing where do you want to be in the next year, the next five years and what actions in the next 10 years and what actions do you need to take right now in order to do that? And one of the things that I realized was I wanted to have in five years, in 2027, I want to have a thriving relationship with my children and my grandchildren. I want them to know me personally and who I am. And I want to know who they are. I don't want them just to think about their, their SEMA and me be like a cartoon picture in their head. I want them to, to know my my flaws and my challenges and my triumphs and And my life, I want them to know me. What does that take? It takes me now making sure that I spend time with them. So those are the things I put in my planner. So my habit of just, oh, I'll get to it doesn't take over, right? Sometimes habits get in our way. Sometimes denial gets in our way. I talked about putting our fingers in our ears and humming loudly. Sometimes we're in denial about just what now looks like. And we're talking about respect the now. Sometimes we've told ourselves some pretty outlandish stories about what now really looks like. I was telling myself before I had a panic attack that I was doing just fine, that I was okay with all of the um, disrespect. That it was not bothering me too badly that they didn't respect what I had to offer and that all the work that I did to try and help teams do better and to help leaders grow was being disregarded now that they had a new boss. I told myself that the disrespect didn't matter, I was in denial. It mattered. And it didn't matter because my pride was hurt, although that's certainly a factor. And that's OK. A good pride, not a, a haughty pride, um, but a self of, a sense of self-respect and for understanding the value of what we do and who we are is really important. And I was sacrificing that every day, sucking it up and showing up and having my best gifts disrespected and discarded. And that panic attack shook me out of my denial. I had to understand this is taking a toll. It is bothering me. It is costing me. And I cannot do this for another fill in the blank year, two years, three years. I can't. I have to make a change. That denial is powerful. And a lot of times we're in denial. And this might hit a little close to your hearts. And if it does, it's okay. Um, It's okay. Sometimes it's fear that keeps us in situations where we know we need to instigate change, but we don't want to. And it's because we're afraid we don't know what will happen. There's a a trait saying that says, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. And I'm here to tell you that the devil is not worth knowing. He's not. If you're dealing with ugliness, if you're dealing with abuse, if you're dealing with physical, mental, emotional, spiritual abuse, disrespect, like Carol mentioned in her work. But in your personal relationships, in your church relationships, in your work relationships, every relationship we have. If you are dealing with abuse and disrespect, no honor. Um. We can be afraid to make a change because we don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know where to go. And so I want you to know that you have everything you need right now to do the next thing you need to do. You have everything you need to make a phone call to ask some questions. Explore what kind of job opportunities are out there. Just investigating options does not mean that you will take them. Don't allow your fear of making a change stop you from exploring what is possible. When you are in a bad situation, fear can stop you from making the change. And I want you to know that you have everything you need to do the next thing. You don't have to spin it out and try to decide what you're going to do In two months, you can decide right now, I'm gonna make a phone call to that addiction center. I am going to make a phone call to an attorney and just ask questions. What are some of the options that are in front of me with this work situation or this personal situation? You have permission from me (laughs) to ask questions and explore your options. And just exploring options does not mean you're choosing them. But it will help you to get past that fear, to take that action. And you have everything you need right now to do it. Fear is a liar, Marie says, and it's true. Fear tries to keep us safe. Um, There is a healthy fear that does keep us safe. I do not want any of you walking a tightrope over the Detroit River unless you've been highly trained and have a safety belt. Um, fear is a good thing, but it's not always helpful and understanding that is important. And Marie, you are right. Fear will lie to us to try and keep us from making a change, but we do not have to believe that fear. We can do it afraid. We can do it afraid and we don't do it afraid without help. We need a safe community of people. Marie, you mentioned the women's ministry that you went to two weeks ago, and it helped you to make that decision that you knew you needed to make. Yes, having a community of safe people, wise people that we trust that can help us to do that change that we don't want, but we know we need it. Powerful. Oh, Carol, sometimes it's been fear that stops us from change. But I have found, she says, that there is always another client, friend, or you can name other things. But in our class on Saturday morning leadership class with Shannon, with me, we have learned that our peace of mind needs to be stronger than fear. Yes. Yes. (laughs) When I was strong enough to give up some things, I found a better client called and I could take them. Someone who truly appreciated my services. I wish I would not have waited as long as I lived to learn that. And I cannot see the rest of what you wrote because the system doesn't let me Carol, but amen to what I see. Yes. So true. Marie says, yes. When we are holding on to what feels secure, but it is toxic, it is bad for us, we are afraid to change um, because we're afraid of what was after. When we're holding on to that, we are holding on to something that prevents us from actually embracing the great. It prevents us from embracing that good thing. Letting go of that relationship that you knew wasn't good for you, Marie, is going to free up your hands to embrace that healthy relationship that's good. Letting go of the job that's just a paycheck that pays the bills, and we know they're not going to fire us because we're valuable there, but they don't appreciate it. Holding on to that prevents us from actually embracing that job, that career, that new business that allows us to serve better and serve fully like Carol says um when you when she was strong enough to give up some things strong enough to let them go she found a better client a better client that appreciates what she does it's powerful but we have to let go even though we're afraid don't do it alone you are not alone (laughs) you are not alone. (laughs) That is what I love about coaching is that when I'm, I'm struggling to let go of something that feels secure to me. um, But it's a change I instigate because I know I need to be better. When I do that, I have a coach that helps me, that asks me good questions, that supports me and calls me out on my junk and says, what do you want? What do you really want for 2022, Shannon? What do you really want in your business for 2023? What do you want in your family and your home? And what do you need to do to get that? Anything else is expendable. When we have a vision of what we know we want, when we wake up, there is a story it is a great story. Um it is the story of the prodigal son. Uh some of you may be familiar with it. Uh, Jesus tells this story. Um he tell, talks about a young man who decides that he wants to get his inheritance early. He goes to his dad and says, "Hey, you know what? It just seems crazy to wait for you to die. Um I'm going to be old by the time you're gone. So I want my share of inheritance now." And his father gave it to him. And this relatively young man went out and partied like a rock star. And he squandered all of his inheritance. Sometimes we do not instigate a change because we are having fun. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes we do not instigate a change because we are having a good time. And I invite you to sit with that question. I'm having fun. And I'm enjoying this. And is this going to make my tomorrow better? Is this going to make my 2027 better? Or is this a pastime that is wasting my time that keeps me stuck? Sometimes we have friends that we are so accustomed to hanging with and we have a great time with them, but they're not growing. And so we stay stuck. Because when we start to grow, oh, they reel it right in. I don't like the way you've changed. You're changing. You're not the same. Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. I'm not the same. But if we're hanging out, having a good time, we can spend 20 years having a good time. We can. But just like the prodigal son, after he squandered his resources, squandered his resources, we could find ourselves looking back and saying, I squandered my most valuable resources, my time, my energy, my talents. The good news is this when you come to your senses, it is time to instigate the change. When you come to your senses, it's time. When the student is ready, the teacher appears. Ta da! Here I am, here I am to tell you that if you are right now realizing, oh my word, I need to start a change, you can. It's not too late. It's not too late. And the prodigal son went back to his support system, (laughs) woke up in a pig pen one day surrounded by junk with not a penny to his name and no friends and realized he had his wake up call, he had his panic attack and said, I, I need to go back where, where I got a support system and where I, I'm gonna be able to grow. I'm gonna be able, I, I'm gonna say I'm sorry and I'm gonna start over, I'll do what I need to do. If you find yourself there, if today's the day you find yourself there, congratulations, you are in the right place. You are surrounded by people here on live stream or here on Sunday night live, um, certainly me, who cares and who wants you to be able to have the life you want. And that's why I'm willing to say you might have to instigate some changes that you don't want, but you know you need them so that you can actually have that life that you picture, have those dreams come true. It's not easy, but it is is necessary and if we continue if we continue to do what we've always done we will have the same thing we will not have that life we want we won't have the relationships we want we won't we won't have the growth we want have to make that change when you know it it's time you instigate it and it's not always easy, but it is necessary and it becomes a thing of beauty. I will never forget one, one day I was in my office, this was many years ago, and a lady that I did not know well came in and I, I had been doing a lot of coaching and, and working with challenge work teams. Um, so uh, worked with a lot of people on communication. And so it wasn't odd that this lady would come into my office And shut the door. And she sat down and she said, Shannon, I don't know what to do. And she started sobbing. And so I listened. And she told me how for about 20 years, her husband had been having an affair with a woman who worked at his workplace. And she knew it. And he knew she knew it. And for 20 years, she had pretended that she didn't because she was afraid to change. And she started sobbing and she said, I had a vision of myself and she could barely get it out. I had a vision of myself and she said, my husband had a shovel and He would take a shovel full of dirt and he would throw it on me and a shovel full of dirt and throw it on me. And she said, if there's one more shovel of dirt, I will be buried alive. God help her. I was so glad that she shared that. She had been in denial. She had lived in fear. But she got a wake up call and she reached out to somebody and said, I've heard it. Where do I go next? What do I do? And I was able to listen. She had a plan. She knew what she wanted to do next. All she needed was a safe person to say, You know what to do. You can do it. You are doing the right thing for yourself. Go talk to that doctor, talk to that counselor, talk to that attorney, find out what you could do. When I saw her six months later, she never mentioned it again. And six months later, when she saw me, she looked me straight in the eyes made the hugest smile and said, I'm above ground. (laughs) Yes, above ground. It can feel very heavy. I want you to know there is hope. There is hope and it can be scary to change. It can be uncomfortable change, but you can instigate change because you can do hard things. You've tolerated these circumstances for a long time. That's not easy either you can decide that you wanna do something differently and you can take a step toward it. There is hope, such great words. Yes, they are great words. With that, my excellent friends, I encourage you to respect the now. Where are you at? What do you see around you? Are you doing the things they're gonna bring you the kind of life you want in 2023, 24, 25? Or are you having a good time and kind of denying the fact that this is gonna change someday, you're gonna run out? I want you to know that understanding where we are right now is a beautiful thing. No matter what awakens that awareness in you, whether it's a tragedy, And that can be very tough, but there is beauty there. Find the beauty. Whether it's a tragedy, whether it's a physical thing, whether it's words, wise words that somebody says, maybe it's just you and God in the morning. And you realize, wow, I have really drifted. I need to get back on track. Today's the day. You have everything you need right now to do the next thing you need to do. Marie says, denial is not a river. It's not. I was almost getting that last shovel thrown on me and I dug myself out. Yes. And thank God for it. I believe in you. I believe in every one of you. That's why I do this every week. I want you to thrive. I want you to have the life that you were created to live the good works that you were created to do the purpose that you were created to fulfill i want you to have that and any way that i can help you i am here to help thank you for tuning in god bless you take care and have a great week bye